welcome to today's episode of EYA's The Talk with your host, John and Isaac. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Yo, welcome to the second episode of The Talk. I'm here, Isaac, my name is, if you don't know me, and I'm with Jono. Hello, it's great to be back with you. We're ready for round two, uh, feeling excited. Uh, If you missed the first one, then the podcast is up. I encourage you to go back and listen. But just to summarize so you can stay with us right now, uh, we talked about adoption, Jono, and how we have been uh, adopted into something, the family of God. That we were once slaves, we had uh, a price that had to be paid, and now that because of Jesus we've been adopted into his family. And so we're going to continue that conversation and go, now what? Like we're adopted into the family, what happens? Why? Yeah, and I think it's something that for a lot of Christians they never quite get on the boat with. Right. Um, and, and it's a conversation that I hear quite a lot of like, well, I have a great relationship with God. Right. Why do I have to be a part of the church? Like, why do I yep. have to hang out with Christians? Frankly, they're kind of <laughs> annoying. Yep. Like, you know, I, I'm just kind of better off on my own. Totally. But it, it's almost like for those people, they've been they've been brought into the family. They've been adopted. They've been made new in right. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and they're just sitting in their room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they've been brought into the home by right. Father God mm. and, and they're just sitting in their room playing Fortnite or something like right. that when there's right. a whole dinner party happening yeah. outside just waiting for them to, to go and, and be a part of it, be amongst community, yep. be amongst their family. Yeah, right. And I, I think it's true. It's like we've been adopted and we're under his roof. Yeah. It's like we're meant to be at the table. We're meant to be there engaging with others. I think uh, we should get into it. You have a text that you'd love to read? I do. It's a, uh, it's a doozy. It's in uh, <laughs> Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 mm. and 22. It says, And then the Lord God said, It's not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper fit for him. We're going to skip forward a few verses. What happens? Basically, God's trying to pair Adam with an animal. It's not quite working <laughs> out for obvious reasons. Uh, and then what happened is God, God made woman out of man right, right. he made a helper he made a partner he made community Great. for him uh, and what what i think is so crucial to understand is sometimes when we read the bible mm. we can't we lose some of the meaning of right. words just through translations and things like that and we can potentially talk about that in another week but that's somewhere down the ways but what i think is so crucial about that right that that phrase it's not good that man should be alone gotcha is that it actually means it can't fulfill its purpose. Mm. It's not just that, oh, God didn't like it. He's like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah, right. It, it, it doesn't quite sit right with me, but it was more a case of, I have a purpose and a design yeah. in mind for humanity. Right. And they actually can't fulfill it when they're on their own. Wow. When, when there's no one else there. Right. And I think that's just such a powerful, uh, powerful thing. If, if we can grasp that as, as Christians... That God has given us mm. a mission. God has given us something that He wants us to fulfill a purpose, yep, yep. and we actually can't fulfill it on our own. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would love to jump off the back of that, and just something that kind of is, is highlighting mine is like, if we go back, it says like, it's not good that man should be alone. And I think uh, I will make a helper fit for him. And I love what you said. It's like the wife or the woman in this context for Adam wasn't just the be all and end all, but it was symbolic of community. Like yeah. he needed community uh and so i think for us in in a modern kind of world in a modern kind of way is like um like what what can that community offer me me, right like sometimes i go like i like it in my room Mm. (laughs) you know like i i can create it how i want i can put things or design it how i want i don't have to but it's like 
like I would love to like if we can talk even about like why should I step out of my room yeah. and join the table? Like if that's the design of God, like why it's come it's I like it in my room. Definitely. And and this is not to say that we're never allowed to go in our room. Right. Like there are absolutely times of, of refreshing and, and, and devotion totally. with God and, a, and of rest where we need to be alone yep. um, and we need to, we need to retreat mm. from people to refresh and rejuvenate with God. Right. But the, the core of the matter is, is that we as human beings, in the way that God's designed us, we are yeah. actually social creatures. Right. We're designed and created in such a way that we actually can't flourish. Right excluded from community right and, and you may have had an experience like this in in school yeah. say where you know everyone's playing sport isaac you said you're a <laughs> rugby player maybe this happened to you or maybe you were the one doing it um <laughs> is that everyone's picking teams yeah, at lunchtime right, right. you wanted to play footy and then yeah. there's one kid who's like no one really wants to pick totally. them because frankly they suck yeah um <laughs> Uh, there's and always one. There's all. There's <laughs> always one. I really wish there wasn't. I wish we lived in a nicer world, but unfortunately, there is always one. Yes. And I think it would be so interesting to ask that kid at that moment. Yeah. Right. Why does community matter? Mm. Why? Wow. Why should? Why does it matter that I come out of my room? Because mm. all that person wants who's been separated from totally. community is to be amongst community. Yeah, right. Because it's been taken from them. Which, which I think is kind of going back to, the, it's like, well, isolation was never God's intent. Like isolation was never, and I know we touched it in the first episode, it's like community first exists with community with God. Yeah. But then there's this this other plane where it's like, that might be true, but there's also this, we have to be in community with each other. And I think it follows that perfect thing. And I love, again, that analogy of the under his roof, in his home, part of his family. We've been adopted, but don't sit in the room because you're missing out. Yeah. Join the table. Join the conversation. Definitely. And I actually, I, ha- I have some, some statistics from the American Psychological Association that I actually there think really tie in for yeah, this. Right. Um, what, what's crazy as I was doing some research for this is, is there was a whole bunch of studies done and these were done connected to COVID. Right. Uh, but I think the results would be fairly similar yep. even outside of that. Gotcha. It, says, it says here that isolation brings about increased risk of, here's a list, depression, poor sleep mm. quality, impaired decision-making function, accelerated cognitive decline. So your brain like erodes. Yeah, right. Um, poor cardiovascular function your heart doesn't work properly and impaired immunity at every stage of life furthermore isolation has been shown to increase the risk of early death by 60 to 100 percent wow is that not crazy right and that the research really shows and this is a direct quote that the magnitude of risk presented by social isolation mm. is similar in magnitude to that of obesity smoking wow. lack of access to healthcare and physical inactivity wow. and so we can think of like you know oh it's not that bad i just yeah. i'm a bit of a homebody i don't want to hang out with totally. people but the the psychology the science behind this mm. shows that if we are refusing to right. be amongst community right. and engage with right. people, then we're actually killing ourselves yeah, in wow. the same way that it would be if if we were a heavy smoker or totally. heavily obese yep. or, or didn't have access to healthcare. Mm. And ultimately, God wants us to have 
have an abundant life, a flourishing life. And when I say that, I don't mean he wants us to be happy all the time (laughs) and things to just go well for us and birds sing as we walk down the street. Like it's not like that, but God promises that. And he says that he has come that we may have life and life to the full. Right. And we cannot experience that life and life to the that. full I love that. if we are disconnected from the family of God. And, and I mean, it kind of like, even I'm just thinking as you're talking about it, it, it reminds me, it's like, like I need people and it kind of pushes it, that this thought pushes me into community yeah. more than it pushes me away. Cause it's like, well, if, if, if God's designed me this way and he's promised me an abundance, abundance of life and, and what's actually the key to unlocking that is being planted on the table, seated at the table. And it's like, uh, I know I've kind of come away from this and I want to go, man, I want to, I want to help bring the people who, f- who are stuck in their room, who feel like they maybe haven't had a seat. And it's like, I want to bring you in. Like, yeah. I want to I create a, a space where you can sit at the table because I also believe in you. Yeah. Like, I want to see your life flourish. I don't want to yeah. see you isolated. Yeah, and, th- and the thing is that, that if you're in the room right now, if you're disconnected, you're actually missing out. Yeah, wow. But the church is missing out too. Whoa. Because you have, there we go. God has designed you in such a way that you have things to offer. Right. The, the Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 mm. that uh, it, it's using the different people as a... Right as an analogy, sorry, it's using the body as an analogy for different people and right. it's saying that the hand can't say to the foot that I don't need you mm. or it's saying that an eye is no more important than an ear or a finger yeah. or anything like that because every part of the body, wow. even you hiding away in your room <laughs> because maybe you've been offended by church, right. which may have been absolutely fair enough yeah. because church is full of imperfect people totally. who go around at times hurting people. Yeah. But... The church is missing out yeah. because you're sitting in there, wow. but you are also missing out because you're sitting in there. Which I, I love, honestly, I love that, Johnny. It even reminds me, I know growing up in my family, there was my mom, my dad, and I had a younger sister. And uh, it was funny, like whenever my sister would be at a friend's house, I would always be like, yes, I've got a night, you know, like I'm going to get dinner. My parents are going to buy me dinner yeah. because Emily's not here. Um, is that her real name? We'll never know. <laughs> Maybe I just covered her up. But it's like when she left, it just wasn't the same. And so I even love that in a spiritual sense, it's like, yes, you need us, but it's just not the same when you're not here. Like what you bring, the design of God on your life is like you were designed to be here. And when we all come together, that's when we're individually at our best yeah. but when we're corporately at our best yeah we're we're absolutely designed to flourish in community and and when we're disconnected from that it can go anywhere from being just ineffective and unhelpful totally. to downright hazardous for us right like whenever you use something in the way uh, sorry whenever you use something in a way other than the way it's designed there's mm. inherent like things can go wrong, whether it's just not right. going to work right. or it's going to be dangerous. Like my son, Andrew, he um, lately he's learned that when he makes a mess, we, right. we're trying to teach him to clean it yeah. up. And so his favorite thing to do is that anytime he spills anything, whether it be like juice or peanuts or anything like food related, right. if he spills it and it falls on the ground, even if it's like one peanut on the ground, he will go and grab a tea towel and try and wipe it up. <laughs> and it's like, we're, we're trying to at the same time teach him like, mate, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just not helpful. Right. Um, but, but for him, he doesn't realize mm. that 
obviously a tea towel is designed to do certain things, but it cannot do others. Right, right. And just like for each of us, there are things that we are designed to do that mm. other people can't do and there are gaps that we're designed to fill. Yeah, right. Because everything has its place. Yeah. And I think it's like um, the beauty of having this thing where it's like, again, if we talk about what we did in the first episode, it was like, well, people are adopted in and I love that, like we said, it's the great leveler. Mm. So it doesn't matter what you've, where you've come from. It doesn't matter like your background, uh, what your rap sheet was. We were all, it was a great leveler and we enter into this family. But in saying that, we all bring our uniqueness. And so it's like this rich color um, burst and this flavorsome uh, kind of experience as a family that kind of like, it's where else can you find this like in the world? But the community of faith is just like, Everyone coming from their different backgrounds, from yeah. their different things, under one roof, in one family, at one table, sharing this metaphorical meal called life, for lack of a better word, coming out of our room. It's just like this beautiful tapestry of, of God's design from the beginning. Yeah. It, it, honestly, the church should be the purest, most beautiful form of unity that wow. we see anywhere in the wow. world. Because as you say, we all came from nothing and mm. have been made something right. by someone who cares for us and loves us and Great. treasures us and brought us into that community. Great. And we're, we're designed for it. Mm. He made us so that we could flourish there. And, and I love what we're talking about in this season uh, as we journey through this, is this idea of being with. And I know we talked about the first one, that community can't exist apart from community with Jesus. It's also like... Well, when we're all with Jesus, he's the thing that brings us together. Yeah. And so it's, it's this thing where it's like everyone, like, let's all come. It's like Jesus is actually the one that's holding us together. Jesus is the head of the table. He's yeah. the one leading the conversation. He's the one inviting us in. And it's just this beautiful thing. Like, and I know, like, I learn from you. You learn from me. You will challenge me. I'll challenge you. But it's just this rich relationship and this rich community of sharing life together. Yeah. It's, it's honestly... So, so beautiful and so powerful. Yeah. But I'll, I want to ask you, Isaac, for right. someone who may feel like engaging in community is totally. not their natural thing, totally. coming out of the room <laughs> can actually be really hard. It's not mm. always just, a, I'm just going to waltz yeah, out my totally. door, sit down at the table and feel at home. Great. For someone who actually really finds that quite difficult, mm. are there some things that you would encourage them to to do to maybe get better at that because mm. it is a skill that they can be yeah. learnt or that will help them feel more comfortable perhaps with uh, I guess yeah. going Great into question. the church community yeah I think it's um, a multitude of things but really practically if we're going to boil it down is like I think it's also like know your limits mm. like don't overstretch yourself but it's like oh, I've been in my room for the last ten years and now I'm like going cold turkey I'm going to be like with people twenty four seven yeah. Um, it's like maybe if I could encourage that person with anything, it would be like find just one person. That might be the biggest stretch for you, but find one person, don't oversell yourself. Um, but then also have a confidence in like what you're bringing to the table. Like if we go back to what we said, it's like you need us, but yeah, we need you. Like I want to really help even create a community and the onus is on all of us where we go, hey, we want those people who it's not natural for them to be at the table, yeah. but we allow room for them to come out. Yeah, definitely. And I think even just such a simple thing is to ask someone for help. Great. Like you, you may not, you may come to church 
and you may not have heaps of friends, mm. go to one of your friends Great. who you know is p- probably an outgoing person totally. and say, hey, can you introduce me to someone tonight? Great. This Great. this is a tough thing for me. Like yeah, I right. don't make friends easy. I you know I'm tough to get to know. I say yeah, awkward yeah. things. Like I just you know I don't feel like I fit totally. here. Can you help me yep. meet someone? Yep. I don't want to meet like like you were saying. Yeah. Don't overdo it. I don't want to meet 24 new people 100%. in the night and go home and have like <laughs> a an introvert coma. <laughs> um, but. I, I want to meet someone. I want to yep. get to know someone. I want to maybe jump on a mm. serving team yep. where, which to be honest is just the best way yep. to get to know Agreed. someone. Um, so, so easy because you've got that almost that safety net of yeah. doing things together rather yeah. than just being stuck right. in a potentially awkward conversation. I yeah. mean, we've all been stuck in totally. awkward conversations where you're not even listening to what the person's saying. You're just like, yeah. how can I get out of this? Right. I mean, um, and, it, and it's even like, uh, again, throughout this is the hope is like that all of us are aware of those people. Yeah. It's like, just because it's easy maybe for you, it's easy for me. It's like, but there's other people who find it very difficult. And I think we all have the, the onus on us to remember we've all been adopted. Yeah. Like as we, we've all, and I was once the, the slave and I might find my place now, but it was maybe tough at the beginning. It's like, let's remember there are people in rooms all around us. Like the challenge, let's just go find one. Yeah. Go knock on the door. Yeah. Say, hey, come to dinner. Great. Yeah. Dinner's on the table and it's Mexican. You want to be here. For sure. (laughs) Um, I think, I think maybe we should kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. Um, I know first week we kind of landed on community, uh, cannot exist without having community first with God. And so I think, like to even surmise now, it's like community also has to exist with other people. Yeah. Why? Because at the very beginning of time, it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. It's it's wired into our DNA right. Right. that we we don't do well alone. Yeah. As humans, we have to exist together. I love it. Well, hey, maybe you want to reach out and maybe you want to help find, like you said, maybe you're that person who's just kind of stepping out of their room. Then we want to encourage you on that journey. Uh, you can connect with us again via social media on Instagram. It's ElevationYAGC or Facebook, Elevation Young Adults Gold Coast. We would love to hear from you, connect with you and invite you to the table. We'll see you next time. See you next time. You've just listened to another episode of The Talk. To stay connected, please visit us at any of our social media accounts. You'll find us on Instagram by searching Elevation YAGC or on the Facebook by searching Elevation Young Adults Gold Coast. We can't wait to see you next time on The Talk.